Okay, so this is a bit of a weird one in that it is a stage musical being shown in Malaysian cinemas. It's called Phantom. It's in Korean. And it's based on Phantom of the Opera. Only it's not based on Andrew Lloyd Webber's Phantom of the Opera. It's based on the other Phantom of the Opera musical by Maury Yeston and Arthur Copet. Now, this Phantom of the Opera musical has a very interesting history. Maury Yeston and Arthur Copet are big Broadway producers. They won the Tony Award for Best Musical for Nine, which is the musical based on Fellini's oh. Eight and a Half. And this was back in the 80s. And then okay. they were kind of commissioned to make a musical based on Phantom of the Opera. As they were developing it, as a Broadway musical, it was announced, or Variety announced, that Andrew Lloyd Webber was working on one of his own. Because in Britain, Phantom of the Opera, the original novel, was in the open domain. So anybody could make it, could use it. Okay. And so they kind of put theirs on the back burner when that happened, because Lloyd Webber's version came out in 86 and was a huge, tremendous hit. However, after Maury Esther and Arthur Copet watched Andrew Lloyd Webber's version, they decided that actually they had a very different take on it. Okay. And so they made their own version called Phantom. It never staged on Broadway. It was released in 1991, and it's been staged all over the world. There have been many, many performances, but it never made it to Broadway because it never kind of lived up to the hype of Andrew Lloyd Webber's version. Right. So this is the version that has been adapted by Koreans into the Korean language, mind you, and staged as a musical in Seoul, which was then filmed, and we can watch now at GSE Cinemas. Wow. I know that's a very roundabout way of telling you what this show is about, but I had to explain that context because if you go into it thinking it's Phantom of the Opera, it is, but it's not. So none of the music is familiar it's all based on Maury Esther and Arthur Kopit's version. Is this Korean version a faithful recreation of that version? As in, is it a translation of the songs or did they redo it completely? I've not seen the original, but I was looking up the songs and the songs seem to be a faithful translation into Korean. Ah, okay, okay. It's faithfully based on Maury Esther and Arthur Kopit's work. And the songs, mind you, are very, very good. I need to track down the original songs and see what they mm. sound like. But what Maury Esther and Arthur Copet did in their version is go down a more operatic route. And they've kind of rooted it in the whole idea of Paris and opera at the time and not so much the melodramatic route, which Andrew Lloyd Webber has taken. So this thing is translated into Korean. It's got... Korean performers, they're singing in the Korean language. And even though I haven't seen or heard the original, I felt that watching this, the music sounded good. Like the mm. translation felt good. Like despite mm. them singing in Korean, you know, there's this video doing the rounds about Hamilton in German. Like it's the first official yes. translation of Hamilton. And it sounds yep. pretty fucking great. Like, Yep. Whoever translated it and adapted it seems to have gotten the rap and the intonations down. And it feels like this one is the same. It feels like a very faithful and good translation of the music. While we're on it, I think the music was absolutely excellent. I actually came out of it 
assuming that it was originally written for this Korean version. But I mean, I'm just looking at the track listing now and the first song is Melody of Paris. And, and I'm like, okay, cool. I guess they did take it. And the music was fine. I think something I remarked to you at the end of the screening yesterday was the fact that the Korean language seems to translate very well to opera, which is something I was not expecting. And you know, neither you nor me speak Korean. But no, based yes, on what don't. we heard, it sounds good. And I think that's very important, especially if it's a language that you don't speak. It's like when we listen to Italian opera, when you listen to the three tenors or something like that, there mm. is an emotional reaction to it, despite you not understanding any of the words that they're singing. And I think this version of Phantom does something similar. There is an emotional connection, an immediate emotional connection, despite you not understanding what they're singing. Sure, it's explained in the subtitles, but I think with things like opera, you want it to, you want to have a visceral reaction to it. Yeah, you want it to sort of sweep you away, right? You want Correct. to feel the emotions of what they're saying without having to actually implicitly know what they're saying. The music is great. I think the production is impressive. Like the sets are pretty cool and the costumes mm -hmm. are pretty cool. That said, this has a super niche audience. Oh, like yeah. first of yeah. all, it's only screening for four days. So it'll start on the 20th of July until the 31st of July at select GSE cinemas. And then you need to be a fan of Phantom of the Opera. You need to be a fan of K-dramas you need to be a fan mm -hmm. of musicals. Yes. I feel like you need to be a fan of... I don't I don't want to say you need to be a fan of all three of those things to actually get into this, but it feels like you do. I think you need to be a fan of at least two of the three. And even then, I will say, not even musicals. You kind of have to be hardcore opera. Almost, yes. Because this isn't Hamilton. It's not a fun, upbeat version of a phantom it's not Jersey Boys in that the songs are no. recognizable radio tracks. These are songs invariably you've never heard, even if you've seen Andrew Lloyd Webber's Phantom of the Opera, because as you've just explained, this is not that version. So I think you need to be at least two of the three, a fan of two of the three categories that you just mentioned. But I think if you are, you should go watch it. I agree with that, but I think one of those two has to be K-Drama. Because while I haven't oh, seen yeah. the original mm. Yeston Copit production, it feels like this version has been K-dramaed. Yes. There are certain bits, there are certain cutesy bits, there are certain, I guess, romantic takes, which feel like they've yeah. been lifted directly out of the K-drama rulebook. And I don't know if the original followed that trope. And so I think they have Koreanized it in a certain way. To the most nth degree, I think. And I don't mean that in a bad way. I just mean that this is a version of this story where if you were a fan of K-drama, it is something you would completely recognize. Tonally, it's very much that. The way the love story plays out, the way they act, the way they react to each other, certain characterizations of characters on screen or on stage is very K-drama. I think it's also worth noting that the lead the, the guy who plays Phantom is from the band Super Junior. From what I know, from the little I know, Super Junior is a fairly popular Korean band. Uh, pretty damn popular. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it, I mean, it was a thing that we saw yesterday night, you know? That's exactly what I was going to say. It was a thing that we saw. That's it. If you are a fan of Phantom of the Opera, this is a distinct 
distinctly different take. There are twists in this that aren't in the Lloyd Webber version. So you will get a completely new experience and not just because it's in Korean. I think if you're a fan of Webber's Phantom of the Opera, you have to go watch this. In some ways, it's a, a different version coming from the same source. They're both versions based on the 1910 novel, The Phantom of the Opera. So they are authentic versions of it. I hate to say it that way, but it's not a version from 2021. It was written at a time when Weber's one was being written as well. So they come from essentially the same zeitgeist. So if you're a fan of the Phantom of the Opera, the, the Andrew Lloyd Webber version, you should watch this because this is a different take of the original source. Lloyd Webber had different characters. This one has completely different characters. There's no Raoul in this one, for example. The ending is slightly different. There is a big reveal in the second act that is also very different. So I think it's safe to say that you will have a completely new experience despite yes. your familiarity with Phantom of the Opera. Also, if you're a fan of K-drama and Korean content in general, I think it's a no-brainer. Yes, it isn't the kind of romance stuff that you often get on TV, but it follows a very similar style. Yes, there's a lot more singing, but for the most part, I think if you're a fan of K-drama, you will appreciate this production. I'm glad it's here because I think it's very rare that we get these sorts of things and it feels like GSE International are one of the few outlets that actually brings in this stuff. And even though it's only showing for four days, because honestly, I don't think it has a market for anything longer than four days, even though it's only showing for four days, I'm glad it's in Malaysian cinemas because it's a unique cinematic experience. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's something new for us. In the UK, these things happen all the time, especially during COVID as well, where they broadcast theatrical productions on YouTube. I know the National Theatre has a project where they broadcast their theatrical productions all over the world to cinemas. And so... It happens. It's a big thing, but it's new to Malaysia. And I think if a lot of people go and watch this, we might get more of them. Hopefully, if more people turn out for this one, things like the National Theatre projects and productions would come here. We consider Malaysia as a viable stop, essentially, because it's always nice to see different things in the cinema. We're always complaining about how movies are bland and dull and it's always just superhero men in tights and all that stuff. Whereas when something like this comes out, I think it is absolutely worth taking a punt on and having a go. I'm not saying everybody should go watch it, although everybody should, but particularly if you're a fan of those things, right? Of Phantom of the Opera, of opera, of musicals, of K-drama, you should take a punt on this. I think you should absolutely go and watch it. It is three hours long. I will warn you, there is a seven-minute intermission baked into the movie. You can go to the toilet. You can go buy more snacks. But yes, there is a seven-minute countdown at the end of the first act before yeah. it goes into the second 90 minutes of the film. Try your best not to go for a night screening, love, because Oof. if you're tired, it's hard. Oof. I'm saying now, hard. it's hard. It's hard, hard to watch this one after a long yeah. day. La. Have to be in the mood. I mean, you have to be in the mood, but also I would say... For me, it's only so that we as a culture can prove to the cinema that these things work. They may run for only four days, but if we can get a good enough audience in those four days, hopefully they'll bring more stuff in the future. There is no expectation for these things to do gangbusters at the box office. Even overseas, even in the UK, even in the US, a national theatre production, for example, at the cinema, isn't going to make $20 million. However, yeah. I think as long as it makes just enough to break even... 
Mm. That is all these outlets need to keep bringing this stuff in because obviously then you're just offering people variety and choice. And in a situation where, say, a movie like Thor, Love and Thunder doesn't come out and leaves a vacuum in the schedule, then you still have other very, very good things to go and watch. Because if you look at our cinema schedules now and you're not interested in Minions and you don't want to waste your money on Mat Kilau, there's very little for you to go and watch that is new because most likely you've already seen Top Gun at least four times and you've seen all of the other stuff that's there or you may not be interested in it. Here's something that is new, that is unique, that is interesting. Yes, it's a very difficult watch. It's not something easy because it is a musical. But if you do enjoy culture or cinema in any way you should check this thing out it's kind of interesting it's a bit of fun yeah absolutely it's a nice day out it's a different day out yeah still fucking weird though like still fucking weird just it's just just still yeah. strange yeah it's still strange on the drive to the cinema yesterday i was just thinking who is this for like wow i'm so happy they brought this in but why why did they bring this in it's great that yeah. they did but why like i would love to be in that room did they go hey you know what we did a focus group and people are interested in watching a Korean musical adaptation of a lesser version of Phantom of the Opera that never made it to Broadway. But you know what? Let's bring it to Malaysian cinemas. I think you're giving Jesse a little too much credit in that they held a focus group. I think they saw the fact that it was in Korean. The lead actor is from Super Junior. I might be good enough. You know, take a punt four days. Why not? Super Junior swung it. That's what happened. Phantom is going to be in select GSE cinemas between the 28th and 31st of July only. So if you want to go check it out, buy your tickets now. Check it out. Let us know what you think when you go see this thing. We are really interested to know. You can reach out on all of our social media feeds, GogglerMY. You can also email us on podcast at goggler.my or send us a WhatsApp on the Goggler hotline, 012-524-5208. Thank you so much for listening. This is The Goggler Podcast.